the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. Right here from the palatial 7th Floor Studios in Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Wait, I missed out on the dance party instructions. I didn't know we were dancing here. <laughs> yep, we're dancing with the oldies on the uh, Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy hump day. I'm a little out of sorts this morning, as as, as you <laughs> yes, can you tell. Are. <laughs> Somebody kicked me. Is there a... Is there a uh, a paper sign on the back of my uh, shirt, taped there, that one. says "Kick Me." No, if there's not, put <laughs> one there. Maybe it's a new you? tattoo that you got. It says "Kick Me" on there. So. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yes. Why is everybody kicking me? <laughs> you know this technology thing at 57. Just when you think you have a handle on it. <laughs> I'm sitting at my Wait, desk. you thought you had a handle on it? <laughs> yeah, first of all, let's go back to that. Oh, oh, back thanks a lot. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for this show. How about a little dead air for you? A little Christian mime for you? No, I thought usually uh, I use my uh, my Mac, right? Mm-hmm. My, my MacBook Pro, and I type all the notes and outline and that kind of thing. Well, uh, it was time to up- upgrade my, my software, mm-hmm. right? So usually it takes... Just like that. Mm-hmm. So I hit it, and I was in the in between typing the notes for the show and stuff. And it says it'll be twenty eight minutes. I said I don't have twenty eight minutes. Well, it's too late. <laughs> what too did late it say now. back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what I can't tell you what it what it uh, what it said back. Anyway, so I'm kind of out of sorts. I've got papers and you just flying, spilled coffee. Spilled some flying coffee. <laughs> we have no paper and, towels uh, in here. You know what? If we had more tips in the tip jar uh-huh. here, that maybe we have paper I think towels. Life would uh-huh. be a lot better. <laughs> Although uh, yesterday I had lunch with Ken Kington. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's looking good. He's going to be coming back next week next or week, the I week believe. after. I believe it's next week, yeah. He said that he had, uh, let me see now, uh, he had 23 shows in 24 days. Wow. Something wow. like that. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy town. So uh, his July was uh, was huge. But I went up to Barrett Parkway in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Now, you live in Ackworth. How far is is uh, the, the Barrett, mall, yeah. like, from your place? Um, probably about 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Last time I was at Barrett Parkway, it was probably... 1973? <laughs> no, a little sooner. Uh, 25 years ago, maybe wow. maybe 30. Oh, it's completely different now. Yeah. Well, when we first started going up there, we had friends that lived out there on Old Stallsboro Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I live very near there. Actually, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it was like uh, the country. Right. And so, uh, in fact, there were still outhouses... Really? There, yeah, there, <laughs> right there, and it was all fields and stuff. And then they started building, you know, the car dealerships mm-hmm. and the mall, etc. 
So yesterday, I fought the traffic from Buckhead up there. Mm-hmm. We had lunch at Nukes. You know where Nukes is? Yeah, I know where Nukes is. Right there, there near yeah. Guitar Center. Yeah, I've been there. I Stopped love in Nukes. Get- yeah, you yeah. like Nukes? Yeah, there's one in Brookhaven. Oh, there is? Yeah. Well, there's one in Lawrenceville as well. And they have a great uh, Caesar salad, a salmon Caesar Are salad. Are you advertising right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I get up there. I fight traffic to get up there. Mm-hmm. And it's like after 1 o'clock to come back. Right. And you know 75, right? Oh, I know 75. So, I mean, you travel yeah. every day, and mm-hmm. I hear you mumble just about every morning. And mm-hmm. what do you usually mumble? Uh, freaking traffic. Well, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> usually what I say. Can you say that on a Christian <laughs> radio less. station? <laughs> yeah. I think you just said it. I did. But I had some challenges, but I got to tell you, there's some really friendly people up there oh, on yeah. 75. And out there on Barrett Parkway. Wait, on 75? Were they telling you that you were well, number one? Well, they were giving me the one-way Jesus, <laughs> yeah. you Jesus can do finger it. one You way. are number one. I felt so encouraged. Yes, as well you should. About, about America <laughs> and about, what county is that? Cobb? That's is Cobb. that still Cobb, Cobb up there? Yeah. When, when you, does it change? When does it turn into, what's the next one, Bartow The next or one up would be uh, Cherokee. Well, Bartow and That's Cherokee. That's where I live, Cherokee. Yeah. yeah. Are so. they that friendly to you? Do they give you the one-way Jesus finger? All the time, yes. Yeah. Especially on 75. There's yeah. a lot of Christian people up there. There must there be are. a lot of churches up there. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Have you experienced that, Miss Delaware? No, not really. Everyone's usually very nice to me all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah? I have a Delaware tag, so I just think that they give me a pass. They're like, she's <laughs> oh, not from here. Sweetie, you're it's from Delaware. Fine. Yeah, we she understand. doesn't know. It's okay. <laughs> Some of the Southerners say uh, something, something, Bless something Yankee. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sure yeah. Yankee is uh-huh. in there. Right. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Anyway, so I don't have it I have it with me. Um, my book, my Louis Giglio book, I've been reading my book. Have you finished oh, yeah. it? Have you? Have you no, finished your I've book? I've not finished it, no. Mine, of course, signed Randy and Gina. Right. Love, love mm-hmm. Randy and Gina. All right. Since I didn't bring it, I know you sent me a, a picture the other day. Your assignment was to go to Barnes and Nobel's. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Now, Louis has the second most views here on the show, right? Right. Number one is who? Is uh, RZIM. They mm-hmm. were on last week, and we just replayed it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Vinny, Vinny Vitale. Right. Vinny Vitale. We call him Vinny. Yeah. But our listeners and watchers and his family must call him Vincent. Vince. Vince. Yeah. Vince. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what do we have like a gazillion, three million views with Vinny? Vince uh, it's Vitale. like twenty eight thousand, I think. That's quite that's a few. So yeah. many. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest. That's awesome. Number two. Uh, no pun intended. Number two is Louis Giglio Louis, yeah. with, what's the name of the book? Goliath Must Fall. Mm-hmm. All right. My assignment for you was to go next door right. because we had heard, and who told us this? Maybe Shamso. Shamso. Yeah. Yeah. She also says he banks downstairs. He does. I've seen him a few times at the bank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does he have a home? It's hard to say. I don't know. I'm sure he does. I'm Somewhere sure. around here, I would say. Yeah, because he's got a dog, so. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. That's true. Well, I thought That's, I saw yeah. him the other day playing London. handball with Cody out here. No, no. Right after they blew off the leaves no. from the from the. <laughs> that was line. Leon, who also works here at the, at the <laughs> building. Leon? Yeah. Okay. All right. Do they, does Leon look like Louis Giglio? Maybe there's a, a resemblance. <laughs> Sometimes. Depends anyway, on the day. Yeah. I, I digress. So I sent you over there to see if, because we had heard that he goes in there mm-hmm. weekly? Is it weekly? I don't know. Every, uh, 
It's often. Yeah. He's always often. over there. And he signs it. I wonder if he still signs it love. May, am I the only one that he signs love? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The rest of them is love, just like strongly. Randy and Joe. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, like <laughs> so I sent you over there to look on the shelf. Right. Were there quite a few of them on the shelf? There were. They weren't on the shelf. They were on the help desk in the middle of the store. The help there desk. were about 10 of oh, them. you got to go ask for He's it. He's got a it's connection right with the help desk. Yeah, he does. They were right there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you open one? I opened a few of them and they okay. were all signed. And they, mm-hmm. what did they say? Just his name, I think. Or he crosses out... Just the big L. The big L, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just his signature. What is the L? What does the L mean? Louis. Louis. <laughs> oh, love. <laughs> his first name, you know. See, what a morning it has been. <laughs> Why would you what? sign with an L? Come on. <laughs> what is L for Rick Probst? Loser! <laughs> okay, I got you now. So there's a... Oh, is that what... There's a cross over the L. I couldn't figure that out. I thought it was like a flying V, some kind of... <laughs> and then I think sometimes he signs giants and crosses... Crosses it, crosses it out, you know, because oh, you're right, defeating right, your right. giants in your but life. But either way, there's a cross involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Bring Christianity into mm-hmm. your book. Way to go. Yep. Louis. Mm-hmm. So he does sign he all does. of them? Not all of them, no. no. Oh, not all of them were, were no, signed? No, I, I bought two copies. They are not signed, but some of the ones that I saw the other day were signed. Yeah. Now on the front of the book, does it say... It says autographed inside. It sometimes, doesn't. yeah, sometimes they do have that mm-hmm. sticker on it, but other times if you open it and flip it's through, just you'll just... a surprise. Yeah. yeah. A little special wow, treat. Wow, it's like uh, Cracker Jacks. You don't know what's in there until exactly. you open it up. Exactly. Do you know what Cracker Jacks are? I do. You eat those at baseball games? Yes, you do. Yes. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. I am totally surprised. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve raised her good. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Hey, well, Steve. almost. Hey, I still don't understand why she hasn't bought uh, a birthday present or a Father's Day present for Steve. Listen, he's going to come and visit me soon. He texted me this morning and said, I'm going to take a little trip down to Georgia. I'm going like, to take oh, no. a little trip. Is that how he said it? <laughs> take a little trip, yeah. Wee little trip. Is, you, is he bringing your mother? Probably. Is she still back seat, uh, seat driving or has she changed? No, back seat driving okay. all yeah. the time. Does That's Kathy right, back seat drive? Uh, not really. Not oh, really? Lot, no. Okay, would you like one? Because Donna does all the time. Uh, no, I'll send no, that's hilarious. No, thank you. No. When I used to drive my mom around when I lived in Delaware and I would go too fast, she would slam her foot on the ground <laughs> as, as if, if that's she could control it. it. I'm yeah. like, relax, mom. Yeah. This is me. Mm-hmm. All right, so so what we found out during this first segment is, uh, number one, that... Uh, you don't have any notes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And I am technology savvy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and also that, uh, what, Louie... Signs some of the books. He does. He banks downstairs. That's correct. Plays handball with Cody. Mm-hmm. And from time to time, eats at the cafe downstairs and sits right there in the does lounge he? area. Well, at least somebody does. Yeah. So that's good. Uh-uh. And Steve is coming down. Your mother doesn't backseat drive. Kathy doesn't, but Donna does. Mm-hmm. I think we can all... We've learned a lot more. Yeah. We really have. Mm-hmm. I feel great. I all we too. need now is what? World peace? I think so. Is that it? That's pretty much we're all pretty that's left now. on the list. Oh, and we also learned that L stands for Louie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's not a flying V no. or anything like that. Thank you so much. This this show is so educational. It is, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's continue the education. Okay. Because in the green room is Denise King, president and CEO, CEO of BSC Business Solutions Consulting. We're going to talk about what's going on. Catch up with her. She's got a brand new book. I'll mop up this coffee and okay. we'll be good to go. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Dan. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio. Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He's all out of sorts. Maybe it's all back together again, uh, right? Who's that? Uh, me. I'm you. standing right here. You I'm all. Yes. I'm all together. Well, I know this uh, young lady can help us uh, get our 
business and uh, business and hello. The lights are flashing here in the uh, studio. Is that a sign? That's weird. What is God saying? Uh, I'm not sure what he's saying. <laughs> I start talking about Denise King, and all of a sudden, the lights go. The lights off start flashing. Yes. Have we paid our bill, or do you think that's something? You know, we don't have air conditioning upstairs, so we may not have paid our bill. So, mm. And know. two, let me let you in on a little secret. Now, you've been on the show next door at the business station. There are five stations here in the building. Okay. Business station is next door. They are also on live the remote that controls their lights mm-hmm. also controls ours at the same time. Interesting. Uh, so, and that's okay. genius right there. Somebody thought somebody, that through. Somebody thought way ahead on that one. <laughs> so that's a great idea. So when they turn it off, ours goes off. Yeah. Okay. And so sometimes so we, have, we have wars. Right. Anyway, I digress. It is uh, Denise King, president and CEO of BSC Business Solutions Consulting. Hey. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's been a while, right? It has about been a while. About three or four months? Thereabout. Yeah. Yes. How absolutely. are you? I am super fantastic. All right. What have super you Super fantastic. Super Good. fantastic. You are always so positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you said the last time you were on the show, uh, did we have all the video stuff this way? Did we have the Facebook Live this yeah, way? Yeah, we or did. were we over there No, still? we were here. Yeah. We were in the I think same we had just position. Made did we just right. change it? Yeah. Okay, I got to so, keep you from uh, yeah, I'm moving I'm sorry. I have this nervous tick. He just keeps moving further and further that way. There's a couple of things. If you watch me do this, I twist these constantly and then I move my microphone and it frustrates Dan. Well, you just get in the way of, you know, people can't see who's on and and all that. That's true. And if you'll watch, you'll see Denise King's name pop up here in in just a second. Will it say BSC or no? Uh, It just says Denise King. And that's what's cool about this. Anyway, I digress a little bit, but we're talking about this studio. You talked about your mom. I think your mom was watching or listening or something. My mom should be listening this morning. She, uh, the last time I was here, um, praise God, she's better now, but yeah. my mom took you. Mm. Oh, and um, she is much better now, back to her usual cut up self, yes. I would Good. say. Good. So keeping everybody uh, in a lot of laughter, let's put it like that. Now, is she watching Facebook Live or is she. Uh, She's is she... probably listening in. My mom will not go near Facebook, <laughs> but she will text out everybody. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of people in text messages and send you YouTube videos, okay. but she will not do Facebook. Is she over 50? Uh, yes, she is. Okay, I won't go any farther. Um, <laughs> it's funny because my parents are probably older than you than yours, um, but my parents will not get on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're eighty, so it's like I try to talk to you know you can reunite with high school friends, college mm-hmm. friends, regional. We've lived all over the nation, yeah, and that's what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, catching up. Absolutely, but they will not. They will not get on there. Plus, at 10 o'clock when the show's live, Steve Harvey's on. Mom always turns <laughs> over. See, they love Steve Harvey. We yeah. cannot beat Steve can, Harvey, can we? We've yeah. even had a guy, who is it? Sam Collier, who was yeah. on. He's at North he Point, a communicator. Yeah. He was actually on mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, and we tried to get her. Hey, if you watch us, you'll see uh, You know, Sam. He was on there. It was, a, it was a heartbreaking story, but it had a great ending. And no, she just Still won't watches Steve. Yeah, so she it. watches the reruns yeah. of Dan and Rick on mm-hmm. Faith Talk Live. Anyway, it's interesting though. Do you deal a lot, you deal a lot with technology? Right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. So when technology first started coming out, did you grasp it immediately, uh, or did it take you a while, or do you usually uh, have someone like for me, my fourteen-year-old pretty much can figure most of it out, mm-hmm. and I just toss it to him? Now, I from high school on, 
I Did knew, you really? I knew I wanted to go into that space. When I was younger, I used to say that I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. Okay. That's what I would always say until wow. I cut my foot uh, one day and my mom had to rush me to ER and get stitches in my foot. And okay. I told her in the ER and uh, the emergency room, I don't want to be a neurosurgeon anymore. <laughs> so... Um, early on, I knew I wanted to work with computers, and that's what I did. I wanted to get close to what was changing back in that day. I won't date myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've been at this for 30 years. Started okay. when I was five. But, All right. Uh, you five kinda, years old. Yeah, wow. You kind of yeah. get the idea. That's yeah, great. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I do the numbers. <laughs> but I knew that I wanted to be part of technology because everything was taking off with it. So I really like it, but I have... Some level of intolerance. That's why I go to my team. Yes. I lean on my brother, who's technology savvy. Both okay. of them are really great researchers. Wait, what's your brother's name? What's his name and his number? Hang on. <laughs> I need, he needs help. I need him desperately he this morning. solve anything. Jerry is his name. So shout out to him. But Jerry, text me, will you? <laughs> he's the one that really kind of... When I get to the place where, okay, I can't, I can't figure this out, he'll take it and run with it and, and work. And so will my brother Darren. So I rely on them as well as some other team members that have more knowledge than me when it comes to technology. But I try to dive in. I'm not the programmer developer type, even yeah. though, you know, I did that in school. But I like to be part of the technology change, the shifts that are taking place in companies so that we can see what used to be the old state yep. and how future state looks. And it should look a whole lot better than mm. it did before. Mm. So. Now, you just said a number of things that I want to pick your brain about just a little bit. And I do want to get into your book, which is coming out. Yes. OK, we won't give the book away in the sense of that. Well, I know it all now. I don't want to buy it. We want <laughs> yeah. people to buy it. But we definitely want to talk about that. So you mentioned your team. Now, you basically do consulting yes. to business uh, businesses. Uh, you are a faith person, and I do want to get where business and faith uh, collide, uh, yes. you know, help each other, uh, distractions, et cetera. But you talked about a team. How important business, pastoral, whatever, how genius is it to, wait a minute, I can't do it all and figure it out. I'll put somebody on my team that can, yeah. and I will glean from that, pull out of that, so that this whole team, this company, can can move forward. That That's genius. That wasn't it always the mindset, was it? That's right. No, it wasn't. And I think everybody brings something to the table. If yeah. you can really look at people as individuals and see what is it that they bring to the table, what are they really good at? Mm-hmm. Tap into those skills, help develop the things that perhaps they're not as good at, and see the things that you're not as good at right. where they can fill those gaps for you as well. So as a result, you've got this collaborative effort. People are synergistically working well together and making things happen. And that's what I like about the folks I work with. And I think that's important as a leader of a company or a ministry or whatever is seeing where where you may not be as strong, but you know somebody who is and and saying and having the humility to say, you know, somebody else can do this better. I need to bring them and have them do it. Absolutely. I agree totally with that. If you can really be honest with yourself, you know what things you're good at. I know what things I'm lousy at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to outsource some of those things. I have to not just my team, but beyond my team. And there are things that I'm still working on to this day that I will tell you, I stay in prayer constantly asking God for wisdom, for knowledge, for understanding, sitting there in the wee hours of the morning. That's where I do my best work at two, three o'clock in the morning (laughs) and asking God for wisdom because some problems that seem so complex, they're not beyond God's help. Mm -hmm. So I apply that faith to business and I apply it with my team. I have no problems. People come to work with issues 
People come to work with life issues and they're trying to do a job, but yet they're trying to get past their issues. So how can you encourage them in their current state and what they're dealing with while you also mentor, coach and encourage them to do the work that's before us? And that's where I try to blend the two as much as I can. Wow, that was deep right there. I could write a book out of what you just said. Write that book. Is that already in your book? (laughs) Write that book. Write that book. Is that already in your book, what you just said? There are some components of what I said in my book, actually, because that's that's my life, honestly. Hmm. Denise King, uh, BSC, it's Business Solutions Consulting. We'll talk more about uh, BSC and about her book coming out in uh, just a few. When you first started, if I remember correctly, uh, you started out with limited resources. Uh, you didn't run around and learn everything, although you learned a lion's share of stuff so that you Mm -hmm. could be successful. What was the first thing you think that you outsourced? Was it the technology or did you just lean on your brother and say, I'll pay you later? Yeah. What did you do? What's, what's the most important thing you think, uh, whether it be business or, or church or whatever, what is the, the first thing staff? No, actually, I think it is important because if you you're in business for yourself, you obviously have a passion for whatever it is you're doing. You wouldn't be, you know, be in business. Mm -hmm. So you have that skill, that gift that you feel that God has given you. But there are other areas that I I will admit in front of the world that from a uh, my outsourcing had to be from a financial standpoint. That was not a strong suit of mine. And honestly, I'll admit it still isn't. Mm -hmm. But there are people that are whizzes at it. There are Mm -hmm. people that are experts at it. And I I have to lean on those people. There are a lot of lessons learned for me uh, in this business. You can go out and do the, I mean, the top-notch job. But if you don't have that, um, let's just say the startup capital, that flowing capital, you're juggling. Mm -hmm. You're, You're juggling. And you're trying to maintain your vision. And we've had those moments. We've had a lot of those moments. But I will say the vision remains. If God put it in you. And that's what he called you to do. That vision doesn't go away. No matter how difficult the time gets, and they will get difficult, the vision yet remains. And that's why I'm still here. I call myself resilient because you weather so many highs and lows, ups and downs, disappointments and those things. But you still see the vision. I never take my eyes off of the vision. What did God tell me to do mm-hmm. here? And that's why I'm, I'm still at it. Love this lady. She is so real. Yes, she is. Uh, and Thank when you. she speaks... Talks about success and the journey uh, makes me not want to give up. Makes mm-hmm. me want to continue. I want if you'll be candid with us, and maybe we can talk about some of those challenges. Absolutely. And we also want to get into the book. What's next for you? What's sure. going on? And uh, I don't think your neurons actually live in your foot, so I think you're okay. You could have been a neurologist if you didn't cut your foot. I don't think. <laughs> no, Maybe it was, it was the sight of blood. <laughs> it was the sight of blood. Yeah. It was, no, no, no. It wasn't even the sight of blood. It was the sight of all of my internal. Ah. Let's that, find out that more. That did it. We'll That'll be right back. Yeah. We've got to go to a break. I'm Rhett Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. We'll be back. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. It's hump day. We're halfway through the week. (laughs) You know, first thing Dan says this morning, I say, good morning, Dan. He goes... Is it Friday yet? <laughs> uh, we're closer. And then, of course, I have to rub it in yeah. because I'm not going to be here Friday. I said, well, it's my Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate <laughs> he didn't like that. It. I think he's the one that messed me up on the computer while I wasn't looking. I stepped out. Yep. He fiddled with the keys. 
I, fi- I yep, I fiddled with it and then made it uh, take longer. So there you go. <laughs> Just for saying it was uh, your Thursday. Denise King here from uh, BSC uh, Business Solutions Consulting, and you can go to her website misskingspeaks.com. Mrs. Ms. Ms. King speaks.com last time she was on the show i didn't have the the tip, the tip jar, jar yeah. i don't know if she got the memo but <laughs> i need to probably memo. move that a little little closer I need to get dollars out you need here. some seed money here yeah let's, i need some seed here's money. one buck yeah let there me, you go let me sell this wow seed that's money. dance that's let dance me bless it and then put it <laughs> there you in go. that's <laughs> my weekly earnings right there i was just gonna say that's your that's your weekly earnings yes so when you pull it back out will it be like the fish and loaves you think it, it will be because yeah, was yeah. it five it's four be lobes two fish yeah. or was it five two whatever it was five, two. yeah a couple of yeah. different five, di- different changes there yeah mm-hmm. awesome we're talking with Denise King we're going to talk uh, about business about her new book and about maybe some of the challenges uh, that she's had every I love what she said challenges are going to come mm-hmm. and I think once you kick that cow I think you if you can catch it not that you always look for the negative. But understand that every, and I hate this is going to sound cliche, every challenge is an opportunity to grow. That sounds Absolutely. cliche, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Do you have it that in your book? It, you can it, borrow that. I can borrow <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just For put it out right there. <laughs> you put Jerry's number, your brother, the yeah, IT right. guy in there. That's our trade. We'll, we'll bother on that. We'll, we'll do a bother. And bring Mama, that. too. Will you? Next I time will. you're on the show, you got to bring, bring Mama. I will make sure that I do that. So let's pick up there. Uh, let's do this first about Celebrate Freedom, because we were talking about Celebrate Freedom <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> during the break. That's a shameless plug, isn't it? Is it is a shameless what plug. What year is that? This do you remember? We get a sh- different 91? shirt every year. I don't. Well, it says established 1991. Established 91, yeah. Yeah, I'm not Jake sure. Jake wears mine, and he wore that one the other day. That's one of his favorites, one with yeah. the microphone in the front. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a couple of years ago. Anyway, it is uh, Celebrate Freedom 2017, mm-hmm. Jim R. Miller Park, September 2nd. Who's going to be there? Uh, we're going to have Mercy Me, David Crowder, uh, for King and Country, Holland, and a whole bunch of others that Ooh. I don't remember all of them. Uh, but it's going to be a great day, lots of fun, great music. Rick and I, hopefully, knock on Formica or whatever this is, uh, we'll be on the Jumbotron interviewing folks. So it'll be a good day. Do you? What is it about for King and Country? Because I hear a lot of folks really like that. Yeah. That band. I'm not. I'm not really hip with some of that. I mean, of course, Crowder, Mercy Me, mm-hmm. but they're they're relatively new, aren't they? Uh, they've been around for a couple of years, but it's just that great pop sound, and they're you know good-looking guys, and yeah. they've put out a, a movie recently. I can't remember the name of the movie for the life of me. Uh, but not it, God's Not Dead 4. No. Okay. No, it was not that, no. Um, but uh, it was just a great um, social injustice-type video ah, or, or ah, movie, okay. and it was really good. So. so when we interview those, I can say that they're pretty while we're interviewing them you can. before thousands? Right. Yeah, okay. you can. All right. Well, if they punch me. Just tell me. them that Denise King said that they were pretty. So. Yeah, and I, if not for the fact that I have a high school reunion that same time, I mm. needed to be there to check them out. Yeah. A high school yeah. reunion? Yeah, it's my third, fifth. I was going to say, because <laughs> you're only 35. My, yeah. Right? Denise King, uh, it is uh, Business Solutions Consulting. She was here before, and she was just off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had lunch with you uh, right yeah, after that. Thank you did. for doing that with us. Sure. We had a great time, and you're just one sharp cookie, and we wanted Thank to you. have you uh, have you back. So we talked a little bit about about challenges before we went into the to the hard break. Every person building an organization, whether it business, 
church. Mm-hmm. Church is a business. Church is really, a business. when you think about it. Church is a business. Because you have to put things in order. Mm-hmm. There has to be financial. You're Absolutely. checking on your staff. You're Absolutely. checking on your clients, which are your All sheep. the structures, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said something that can be taken as cliche, but it's not. That's right. It's uh, uh, challenges are going to come. Mm-hmm. What do you do with challenges? And mention a challenge or two that you've had oh, wow. over the years. Because you've been doing this wow. for... 30 some years, according to whoever yeah. wrote you bio. Yeah, that's right. right. I have. I've been at this for 30 plus years. I've been in business on my own now for 14 and a half yeah. years. Yeah, which is a long time. It's a long mm-hmm. time. And it some days feels longer. <laughs> <laughs> some days feel longer than others. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say when, when I'm met with challenge and there are, there are seasons, I'll call them seasons, mm-hmm. where it feels like it's challenge after challenge and there is no rest. There is no let up from it. The first thing I do is pray. I mean, I have to stay prayerful and I have to reach out to my prayer circle, my intercessors. That's my sister, my mom, both of my sisters, uh, my mom and even close friends, because some situations really are, um, let's just call them uh, magnified in your eyes when they're right there in your face. Mm -hmm. You're right. That you can't see past it, but you know there's got to be a breakthrough. There's got to be an answer to it. And one of the most difficult times that I had was a season where I had to lay off people on my team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That was hurtful to me because it it went against what I believe God told me to do when he said, hire this one and hire that one and bring them in to be a blessing. And then had to get to a place because, you know, the the well can dry up Mm -hmm. in business. It's great when you are in business and achieving growth after growth after growth. But there are seasons when that well is is deep and full and there are seasons when you can barely get anything out of it. And we've had our seasons. Um, And that was one of the hardest things for me. Hmm. I think I cried. I cried on the plane ride back into Atlanta, knowing what I had to do. But I prayed about it. I didn't like the answer that God gave me, but I did pray about it. And once I obeyed, it was it just stayed with me. It, it, I think it's with me even to this day because you affect the lives of people right. yeah. and you want to give people opportunities to make a difference in their own lives through what you're trying to do in business. And I think anybody that's in business, any CEO that's listening right now, one of the hardest things to do is to let go of people that you want to keep. Right. Mm. It's easy to let go of folks that are cutting up and let <laughs> me <laughs> just be real with that. <laughs> like uh, there's a guy that I know upstairs in my office. Uh, I won't give you his name, but his initials and my finger is uh, giving you a little direction, a little discernment. Are you talking oh, about sorry. Adam? <laughs> let me just spell it out for you. Cat videos. Mm, yes, <laughs> you're right. But, um, you're you're right. And what, what a heart because uh, we've all worked for people. That, you know, challenges have come in, in corporations or companies, mom and pops, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, well, see ya. Wouldn't want to be you. Yeah. But here's a leader that heart felt. But you have to make the hard, difficult decisions. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not making the decision is not an option. It's as a leader, it's not an option. Right. You have to make the tough decisions. You have to make the decisions that you know uh, in the end, are best overall. That's just, you know, where it is. But it's not the decision. It's not the preferred decision. 
it is the necessary decision. Mm -hmm. So those things kind of stay with me. They resonate because I'm always saying, God, the day shall return. And Lord, I, I thank you for this or for that as he continues to provide and continues to do things. But I'll be the first one to tell you, it's like, if you've ever, you, we've read the story of um, the Bible story of the children of Israel in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a wilderness experience, you know it. But even with that, God yet provides. Right. You can go through the wilderness. You remember that the, for 40 years and their shoes never waxed old. Mm. And they were able to sustain. God sustained them. And that's how I feel in certain um, days of my life. There is a story in my book that talks about the wilderness experience. And so those are times that I make note of. I make it a point to make note of them because what did I do during that time in terms of my my seeking God to ask him, God, what are you doing in this hour? But yet having to trust you and not trying to go out there and make something happen myself, which would be contrary. But standing still, sitting still, very difficult. But how much did God grow you personally in those times that affected other people and affected your business, but he grew you personally because you had to lean on him. Oh my gosh, what a question. Such a loaded question. Great question. <laughs> it's one of those things, the only way that I can say my answer to it is humility. Hmm. It's humility. It's to know that I of myself, I'm nothing. Outside of God, I'm nothing. I can't run a company without him. I can't make those decisions or those connections or reach people or affect the lives of people. I just think that I'm in business, yes, to help companies uh, with some of these magnificent change initiatives that they're doing, but it's also to make relationships with people, to tell people who God is mm-hmm. and to be a voice in that in that crowd to say, my faith is in God. My trust is in God. Doesn't matter how difficult that task looks. I'm going to pray about it mm. and I'm going to bring my best foot forward to make it happen. And what they don't see that's happening behind the scenes. I'm up at three in the morning praying. Mm. I'm crying out to other people to say, I've got a problem here that I need God to solve. I need wisdom from the Lord and know how to make this happen in a short period of time. And God begins to revelate answers. People don't see that. They don't ever see it because I show up the next day in the office, sometimes turning the lights on and turning the lights off with my customers to say, I've got work to do. I'm here as a value add. I'm not here to take up space. Hmm. I'm here to make it better for you and your team while I bring what I hope is the best team to make that happen. And that's what I do in Hmm. business. I tell you what, give me five Denise Kings and I could rule the world. I guarantee guarantee. Let's talk about your book. It's not sure. quite out, but we want to pick your brain about okay. it. You can go and find out more. And you must uh, check this website out, MissKingSpeaks.com. That's MSKingSpeaks.com. Look out, Denise King BSC. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. You can tune in anytime you like, but you can never leave. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. I've always wanted to be, I've always wanted to have the name Al because it's so quick, it's sharp. You know, everybody. I can call you Al if you want me to. <laughs> you know, you think of my name, if, if, if my name was Al, do you think that uh, Louis Giglio would uh, would have signed the book correctly instead of Randy and no, Gina? No, he probably still would have put Randy and Gina, but you know. <laughs> Uh, hope I can't say too too much more about that because Louis won't be back on the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. He's got a great heart and great book. And a great book. You're right. Uh, I started mm-hmm. reading it, and I've got to finish it. Mm-hmm. My problem is is uh, I get about three or four books, and I start 
I start two or three or four books, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I Get go back and forth. Get a chapter in and then forget. Yeah, and, I've, yeah. I, and still, I mean, I've been reading books for forever, and mm-hmm. it's crucial that I read books in what I do here mm-hmm. and as a pastor. And so I'm like, but I still have that, uh, maybe it's time management issues, mm-hmm. I don't know. We could talk to her about time management. Yeah, we well, could. So, you have so much to offer, we need more show. More <laughs> show, do it. more we'll Denise do it. King. We'll I'll do tell it. you what. Every day on the show, Denise King will we'll flick all the other clients, all the other guests. Well, Mama would like that, wouldn't she? Mom would love that. <laughs> My girl, she's a star. Yeah, she would love it. You were a star to her, no doubt, before you got on this show. Absolutely. It is Faith Talk Live, the Wednesday edition. And uh, coming up, we talked about Celebrate Freedom. What was that, the 2nd of September? September 2nd, yeah. Coming up October the 19th. Is that date ring a bell to you sounds like the Think. pastor appreciation event day with yes. uh, dr a.r bernard have you ever heard dr a.r bernard i have not oh he is oh. off the hook what where's he from chicago where no, i can't remember I what know. major city sure. ah. yeah he has know. a church of about a thousand that's right yes, and he does. uh what a message hmm. and he's okay. on faith talk atlanta uh, anyway, he's going to be the speaker, and it's for who is this for? It's this for speak. pastors because it's oh, the pastor appreciation woo-hoo. event, so All that right. makes sense. And how do they get aboard? Uh, just go to faithtalkatlanta.com. You can get signed up, uh, and the uh, it's again October nineteenth at the Crown Plaza Ravinia in Atlanta. Ravinia, the Crown Plaza Ravinia. Ravinia, that's a nice. That's a very is, nice. Really very is nice. Nice, nice mm-hmm. place. And they're having breakfast or lunch. I don't remember which one, but uh, we're having food. a meal for them. Yeah, good food. So. And uh, giving away from Dan's Pay a cruise. So this year you could win a cruise. And oh, thank really? you, Dan, for okay. doing that. Well, that's good to know. A cruise Let around. me have that dollar back that I gave you. <laughs> a cruise around the parking lot yeah, here. I'll take you on a cruise around the parking in, lot. Uh, in, so. in Bucket. Yeah. Denise King here, and she is the president and CEO of Business Solutions Consulting. And you can go to her website, misskingspeaks.com. That's mskingspeaks.com. Dot com. I'm going to do that as soon as this show is over. Good to have you. We got to have you back because you have so many. There's so many things you talk business. You interject faith there. And uh, um, it, it's in a sensible way, but it's in a deep way. It's not in a shallow like, uh, what does she mean? And that's kind of crazy. <laughs> but it, it all makes sense. Wherever you're looking at what you're saying about business, mm-hmm. business solutions, consulting is what you do. You've got a book coming out here pretty soon. Do you have the title yes. already? The title is called I Remember huh? When God Showed Up, A Journey of Faith. Ooh. Mm, Ooh. I like yes. that. Yes. It is uh, intended to get more people to remember who God is in the moment of their struggles or their challenge. Because we get we encounter issues and we forget that. God worked that situation or a similar situation or he worked out something before. I call it the that. If God did that, then certainly he can do this no mm-hmm. matter what it is and what you're facing. Did he heal you before? Then he can heal you again. Mm-hmm. Did he bring you out of this before? Then he can bring you out again. So remembering those times where God showed up. And I say in the book, let's not get it confused that God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. Mm-hmm. There's no place that he's not. So it's not so much that he just arrived on the scene. It's how magnificent he shows up in our lives to work situations out for us and to bring us through whatever it is we're struggling with. So if we can begin to remember what he did before, then we can be encouraged in what we're dealing with that he can do it now. He can do it again. Mm -hmm. And so when God spoke two years ago to write the book, I didn't quite know the title, but I knew he wanted me to talk about the instances of my life. I like to say that I have radical faith. And when I say that, I'm challenged. 
Hmm. Every time I say that, and but I know that that's what he gave me, I'm challenged. Something comes up that will certainly challenge those words beyond measure. But I have to buckle down and know that, God, you did not bring me to the place of failure. You did not bring me to the place where this is the end of the thing. Mm. We experience failures. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But to say that there is no end of it, there is is no recovery from it. Right. um, And that's my faith. Mm. My faith is my business. And that's how I look at it. Mm. Do you look at this book as uh, primarily a, a faith book, a faith in business, a life book? What would you... If you would categorize this in the book over mm-hmm. Barnes and Nobel's next yes. door. <laughs> yes. Where it, would you put that book? It falls in inspiration. Okay. It falls under inspiration because it is to inspire. It is to encourage people beyond where they are right now. This is part one. I'm writing the second and third. Oh, wow. Uh, the, the second book, trying to complete that by the end of this month. That's the 30-day devotional called The 30-Day Faith Journey oh, wow. that accompanies that book. So. Um, and it's like I'm writing and I get into that place where God is just speaking to say this, say that, put that in there, put that in there. And so, you know, what's birthed out of that is what God ordained. And I have to say that about uh, this first book. I remember when God showed up, that's that's my life, the experiences of things that I encountered in life. And I, you know, kind of highlight some of those things from uh, when God first saved me to having a miscarriage to uh, a near fatal car accident hmm. and seeing what people describe as that bright light, yeah. um, having that experience and so many other things. But it's to encourage people that are dealing with similar things. I always say, whoever reads this book, I guarantee you, you will see yourself in this book. Hmm. You would undoubtedly see your life experiences, maybe not on that same level, but it, you will be able to relate. But at the end of the day, I want people to remember God and give him praise for what he's done for them and be encouraged in knowing that whatever you're dealing with right now, God can bring you out of it. Mm-hmm. Denise King talking about her new book. It is coming out when? It is due in August. This is our, our release date. It is fast approaching. <laughs> yes. I'm she looks nervous. a little nervous about this. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm getting nervous. Yeah. Fast approaching. So the um, August 14th week. Okay. Is what we're targeting for the release of that. So we're doing quite a bit of, of course, uh, pre-launch marketing for the book, trying to make sure that, you know, people know about it. It's the only way they're going to know, like you guys having me on the show today to share that and asking people to go to the website. MissKingSpeaks.com gives you a little snippet uh, from the book, allows people to join our mailing list so that they can be the first to know when it's released. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. If I had my laptop here and it wasn't trying to, uh, <laughs> you know, get the new software, I would uh, go, get on there now and see a portion of that. MissKingSpeaks.com. That's MSKingSpeaks.com. Denise King here. Wow, that book sounds really amazing. Mm-hmm. I love how you present, you, you're presenting it here, that it is for every person. Every there are no limitations person. there because right. every person struggles with the same issues, right? That's right. There, it's, it's intended for anybody, and it doesn't matter who you are. It's to step back for a second. Everybody's got issues. Everybody's got something that they are contending with, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. God is able to solve it. So if we get out of ourselves and stop trying to figure it out and stop trying to work it out on our own and step back and say, God, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what to do. How many times have I had to pray that prayer just this morning? I don't know what to do. I'm sitting here waiting for you to tell me what to do. And at the moment that I release it, then I hear direction. 
then I know that this is the right thing for me to do at the right time to do it, and it works out. Well, and how much does that strengthen your faith when you take a step back and see, okay, God brought me through this, he brought me through this, and look how he brought me through all these times. Ooh, you can just kind of take a breath and say, well. Absolutely. And it should encourage you in your faith to mm-hmm. know them because God wants us to remember him. Mm-hmm. Think about the children of Israel, all that he had done and all that he had performed. And yet they felt like he couldn't provide food for them. Right, he right. couldn't provide water for them. That was not pleasing. So it's a moment for us to say, God, I remember when you did this and mm-hmm. you brought me through that. And now I trust you, God, to do it again and do it again. And that then lifts you really is for you. Because God already knows what he's going to do. But it lifts your spirit and it lifts your faith. And then you can move into past that situation. And that's the idea of it. Wow, Denise King, you can go to mskingspeaks.com. First the book, then the devotional. When are you looking for the the devotional? The devotional will uh, tag along a month or so after the book. Sometime September. Yeah, because we're releasing September as our target for the devotional, the 30-day devotional. So a lot going on with that, just trying to hear and write and write and hear and uh, make sure that I meet my own deadlines, self-imposed. Let's get you back on the show uh, sure. somewhere around September. Uh, the one book will be out. Maybe both in the devotional. We'll welcome. talk more about I that. MSKingSpeaks.com. What a delight she is. Check out her website. Tomorrow it's going to be a great show. The Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Have a great day. We will see you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.